0: Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife Carolyn and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. Alrighty, uh, so it's been a while. Yes. Uh, so this is officially episode 18, uh, after a bit of a hiatus. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since we posted our last episode, but I know it's...
1: want to say six weeks, six weeks. Has or it seven really been weeks. that long? Mm, well, I don't know. You were gone for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it actually might be longer than that. Maybe. I think the last one was, what, beginning of June?
1: No, middle of June, end of June. I don't know. Either way, thanks for sticking around and waiting for us.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so tonight we're talking about,
1: well, something that recently happened to us, I guess. So how to continue to put energy into your relationship when you're apart Yeah. and the importance of doing so and things that you can do.
0: an, An important preface here to all of this conversation is we're not talking about starting a long distance relationship. Historically, those don't tend to work, right? Because something you desperately need is, especially in those formulative years, the first mm-hmm. couple of years of relationship, you need touch, you need to be close, you need proximity. Not saying it can't work, um, but statistically it doesn't work very well. So we're talking about you have a long-term relationship and you're spending some time apart. Um, for me, it's a lot of training. So like I spent five weeks away at training where I didn't really have contact with my significant other. Uh, despite all the advantages of technology. For whatever reason, those are the decisions that were made, um, and I was in a bit of isolation from my family, which is is rough, but your relationship can come out on the other side as strong, if not stronger, in my opinion, than prior to. Um, And here's some, we're going to share some lessons we've learned over the years about how we can kind of make that work.
1: I think the one that sticks with me most is that age-old saying of absence makes the heart grow fonder. Because yeah. there have been, not that we enjoy the time apart, but those extended periods of time where we do have to be apart. Um, missing you is an important part of a relationship, too. I need those moments where I get to miss you. If we're around each other all the time, we don't get those moments where we get to miss each other and experience that. And I think it just adds to, in a sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, and a a part of that, too, is a healthy relationship is time away, even if it's, you know, um, if it's work related, like mine typically is, or if it's, you know, I am going to go take a go on a hunting trip for a couple of days a week or whatever, right? It's not necessarily taking a break from your partner, as it is. If you're in around each other all the time, Mm -hmm. it you get stuck in the routine, you get stuck in the normal and you start taking things for granted. Take some time apart. Take some time away. Um, you can kind of, you know, you start building that that fondness back up, remembering the good things. And then when you can come back, inevitably after a time apart, everybody's going to have little changes that happen in their personality, and you get to go through that that honeymoon, uh, a mini honeymoon phase again, yep. uh, and enjoy each other's company again. Uh, I think that's important, and not neglecting it. You know, uh, I think. I'll, mistake a lot of people make when they first get back from, you know, an extended trip um, or deployment or something like that is they want to immediately snap back into what life was like before.
1: Expecting it to be the same. Yeah.
0: Expecting it to be normal. And it's just not. Right.
1: And it's never going to be that.
0: So I guess we'll do the battling of perspectives. Um, What is it like after an extended trip for me to come home? like from your side of the fence? What does that look like? What does that feel like?
1: Well, so for us, um, it's very schedule and routine based because you aren't very often involved in our schedule and routine anyway. So when you are gone, my routine and schedule becomes a little more regimented um, and cemented in stone because that's a way for me to cope, is keeping everything moving and keeping everything on a timely schedule. And uh, when you come home, that interrupts it. We've gotten into that routine. This is what we're doing every day. And when you're home, that's not what we're doing anymore. So all of us in the house kind of have to readjust to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But at this point, we're so used to doing it, we kind of build up to, okay, he's coming home tomorrow, so we're not making any plans. Or we're <laughs> not, you know,
0: <laughs> we're just... The agent of chaos has returned.
1: Right, yeah. He's, he's come home and he's messing everything up. Get ready.
0: Mm. <laughs> um, from my side, coming back from that trip, right? Like, a part of me knows or expects that everything's going to be exactly as I left it, and the other part of my brain goes, you know, that's not real, right? That's not going to happen. So what I end up doing is kind of sitting in the background for the first day or two, uh, just watching how things go, Uh, seeing if personalities have shifted or changed, key interactions, especially between the children, uh, you know, a couple of them being fairly young, they are developing at their own pace and their relationships have evolved a bit since I've been gone. So I like to sit back and observe that and figure out what's going on there. See how you're doing, how you're handling things. Kind of taking a picture of what the new norm is and then where I fit in. But like you said, at this point, we've done this so many times that it doesn't, it's not a conscious effort like it was the first couple of times it happened. You know, the first couple of times I spent time away and then I came back. It was hard to, you know, take that step back and watch things work, you know, or how they're working and how they're developing and where I fit into it again. This time, like, we've kind of got it figured out. Like, I kind of know where I can get back to what I consider the family norm afterwards. Um, But I do enjoy the honeymoon phase. The first 48, 72, depending on how long it's been, it could be up to a week of me coming back. Um... You yeah, know, I really
1: enjoy
0: that, too. You're all over me. <laughs> the kids are all over me. You know, we want to do stuff. They want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. Now we're kind of on the back end of that return trip. Yes. So I'm back to being, like, the normal person in the house again. So I'm not as cool uh, as I was <laughs> the first couple of days, you know. Um, which is, it's fine. Like, I, I want to get back to normal. But that that's kind of a cool thing, right? Like, you come mm-hmm. back in the house, and they're all like, Oh, it's Dad! nobody everybody yeah. loses their mind, and... They wake me up in the morning and they want to hang out and they want to play video games or they want to play a board game or they want to do this, they want to do that, the other thing. So that's kind of cool, you know. Um, but I also get to the point at about like the five, six day mark where I'm like, okay, love you, need my space, bugger off, right? right? Um, and it's kind of the same thing, as like we're getting, but our relationship tends to sit a little bit on the back burner in that reunion phase because... We have our time at night, you know, and our time, um, you know, when the kids are playing games or doing whatever, but really we don't fully tend to reconnect until after the first three or four days, and it's kind of out of the kids' system. Yeah. And then you and I kind of get roll into our reconnect development phase because we do have to put the kids... uh, they're small, emotional bundles of flesh, right? Like yes. They only think, and emotions, and, and we have to kind of take that into account when we're doing that reunion phase. Um, so for maintenance during, what are some things that you suggest? Like, from you being at home, me being away, what are some things that you do to manage the distance, the time, besides um, watch sappy movies and listen to sad music?
1: Yeah, right? So... Uh... Besides trying to keep yourself busy, because that's the the typical, if they're gone, keep yourself busy, you won't think about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I do spend a lot of time reflecting on our relationship, um, things that we can do together when you come home, Um, things I want to say, I'll sometimes make notes, which seems kind of silly from the outside, Um, things that I want to talk to you about as they happen, so If something happens throughout my day that I know I'd want to talk to you about or that I would have talked to you about if you were here, I would make a note of that and write it down so that I don't forget by the time you do come home that I still want to talk to you about this so we can still have those conversations. Um, So I take notes on a daily basis about experiences or daily happenings or things that happen so we can talk, you know, when you get home so it keeps it fresh in my mind. And um, I'll do sappy things like listen to our song or I'll... Send you text messages to your phone. Our song
0: is "Faithfully" by Journey, by
1: yeah. the way. <laughs> I'll send text messages to your phone, even if I know you don't have your phone, because it makes me feel like I'm still talking to you. And then by the time you get your phone, you get this influx of messages with all these different dates that, you know, just lets you know I was still thinking about you. No,
0: because on my phone, it doesn't show me the date you sent it. It shows me the date I received it. So I turn my phone on and I get 15 random messages <laughs> that just say, love you, thinking of you, missing you. Kids were talking about you today. There's like 15 (laughs) messages in a row, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, woman!" Yeah, well, yeah,
1: that's what I do. I mean, it's it's just it's different. Like, um, there's different things you can do on the times that you're gone and you're allowed to make contact with us. Yeah. Or times like most recently when you weren't allowed to make contact with us, and it's much much harder to work on a relationship when I can't even speak to you um, versus other people in a long distance relationship who are apart um can make those phone calls or skype to see each other's faces or which are all important things you should do so if you do have contact um we make it a point to text throughout the day um we make it a point to even if it's just to say hey thought about you or hey i miss you or even if it's a small message um making those phone calls and the efforts to have those phone calls every day if you can or every time that you can um, or like this wonderful new contraption of Alexa, where, you know, you have the the camera now, and you could call me from your phone, and we could see each other and just talk. And you can drop in random times during the day, and the kids really enjoyed that. And uh, or when you randomly make the Alexa start playing our song while I'm walking around cleaning the house, that's yeah. that's always a little S- tug at the house. Stop saying her name. I know she she's keeps- probably gonna wake up. <laughs> She keeps pinging.
0: <laughs> Refer to her as the echo. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's other things like from my side of the house when I'm away, right? Like, I've got a bunch of things going on and I'm relatively busy the majority of the time. Right. But it's those quiet moments when you don't have much going on that you think about it, you know, you're like, oh, I wonder what they're doing right now, or, you know, your schedule is so routine, like now I can just be like, oh, it's 12.30, I bet she's doing this, and
1: it's mm-hmm.
0: 1.30, and I bet she's doing that, right? And I can, I kind of know how your schedule plays out. Um, you you said something interesting I want to kind of circle back to is, you know, you said you write down things um, that made you think of me or that you wanted to talk to me about when I get back. Yeah. An important thing, too, that we kind of run into a bump early on in the relationship it caused some tension that you can avoid is don't drop all of that stuff like an atomic bomb as yes. soon as the significant other comes back
1: <laughs> yeah don't do that right like
0: <laughs> you probably want to slowly ease into some of that stuff mm-hmm. um and you still fall into that habit a little bit where i'll come home and you'll be like you know after i've been gone for a week or two and you'll be like hey i want to buy this i want to do this i want to do that and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa calm down
1: I know, like, I get very excited. Hold on. Like,
0: <laughs> I know you're excited to speak to another adult, but give me a second, right? right? Uh, mm-hmm. Let me settle back into life. So it's important things to share and important things to know, and she, we have a, a little, I don't, I don't know if it's relevant to this conversation, but we have a little journal that she will write in randomly and then put it on my nightstand so I know it's my turn to read it, um, and then I'll read it, and then I'll write in it. Uh, so when I've been gone on a trip, I've usually got three or four pages of stuff that I've got to read, and then I'll write something back. I'm nowhere near as romantic or sappy as she is, so most of the time it's just like, yep, love you too, um, and that's kind of the end of it. But Yeah, like, thanks um, for trying. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, little things like that to let the other person know that you were thinking about them, and even while they were gone, um, even if they can't get those messages until they get back, they, they know you've been thinking of them, and that... Relationship management and maintenance, even from a distance, is important. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Oh, like the, um, was it drill sergeant school that you went to when I sent you the letters, the stack of letters with you? So one of the times that he was gone, I, um, I wrote a bunch of letters ahead of time, and I put them all in individual envelopes and gave them all a different title. It said, open when. And so some of them would be open when you've had a bad day or open when you're missing me or open when you feel like giving up or things like that. Um, They're not so, all
0: sad either. Some of them were open up when you've done really well or open up when you're having a good time or
1: right. whatever. Things like that. Um, but mm-hmm. that actively, even from a distance, even though I prepped and done that ahead of time, that actively works on the relationship, especially from his side, because while he's gone... Um, if he's having one of those specified moments, he can grab that specific envelope, open it, and have a personalized letter. Um, Just little things like that when you know you're going to be spending time apart. Put random gifts or sticky notes inside their luggage or suitcase when they're leaving. Or, you know, the other one can leave random things around the house for them to find while they clean or when they're walking around. And it may not always be on the same day. Um,
0: The maintenance side of the house from the person who's gone away can be A bit difficult and a bit tricky um, based on you know what your resources are what you have available to you what you can do if you have full access technology I mean there's things like dropping in on the Amazon echo or uh, like we have an an echo show which has the ability to video conference Um, great thing if you don't have that Skype if you have an Apple FaceTime uh, Facebook Messenger as a video application Um, something like that just being able to see each other's face Um, can be really important especially if you're having a rough time as the person being away it's Mm -hmm. good to kind of look in on the outside see the family for some people that makes the transition harder um but for me i've always felt like yeah it's 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 hard but it, it reconnects me with my family and i know that when i come out of whatever it is i'm doing it's gonna be better and you know i'll be able to come home to my people um
1: I mean, realistically, the way that social media is set up, there's no reason or no excuse to not take advantage of everything you have in front of you to connect with your spouse. Even
0: if it's something as simple as, hey, I'm on my lunch break. I'm just going to shoot you a text while I eat my sandwich or whatever. Right. Um,
1: Nothing is too small.
0: Yeah. It's just a little, hey, heads up. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and how that, when that starts is going to be super individualistic. Yeah. I've left the house for five minutes and I get a I love you, miss you text um, versus other people like would be put off by that and be like, hey, you know, you're being super clingy and shit. Um, uh, different, different strokes for different folks. But find what works in your realm as you know, in a relationship. Um, and again, we've never said that we've got it figured out. We've never tried to claim that we've got all the answers. <laughs> nope. Uh, and we certainly don't, and we certainly <laughs> are improving every single day. But if we can take some of those things that we do, that make our relationship work, and share them with somebody, and maybe they help them, that would be—that's the goal, right? That's the dream.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: yeah, I mean, distance shouldn't make your relationship decay, um, but you also shouldn't really be looking forward to distance either.
1: No. And you do run into that a lot in in our realm. Um, I come, I've come across many wives that have mentioned, I can't wait until he leaves again and have the bed to myself. And he's just disrupting my life too much. I need my schedule back. And I just, your relationship should never come to that point.
0: That's a relationship that's gotten distance has become the normal. Not right. together has become the normal. Right?
1: Exactly. But if you actively work on it during that distance, you shouldn't, you shouldn't fall into that.
0: Yeah, that's the goal. I I think that it's when you come back home Mm -hmm. is when you've got to make those memories um, and live the life in the relationship when you're together, especially if you're in a a, a job that makes you be distant a lot, right? Try to find that time and that space when you get back um, to make the most of those memories. You may only have, (coughs) excuse me, six months, nine months, whatever it is, where you're back home in the normal. Some people, maybe may be less than that. If you're a businessman, you travel a lot, may, maybe a couple of weeks. Um, make big memories in those weeks so that your family, your kids want you to come home. They want to be around you. They want to see you, um, you know. And it's hard sometimes being that person who's, who's doing the travel to remember that, you're not the only one leaving, right? There are people who are you're leaving behind and you need to take care of them when you come back. And I'm thinking about this a lot from the male side of the house um, because we do shoulder a large percentage of relationship woes, um, but we, mm-hmm. it's not normal and okay to talk about them very often, right? Um, we, We're expected to be on our best at work and be on our best at home and we never have a don't rarely have time and space to be to to not just relax and just not be the best right um and take that breath and take a and relax but it's on us to be able to figure that out and manage it so that we can have that safe place somewhere right Mm -hmm. so
1: I think too many people push the the distance into a time to either separate or start to forget or they don't actively speak or talk or engage. And in our last instance, if you can't speak or talk or engage, you need to find other ways to reflect on your relationship so that you don't lose those little tidbits. Um you need to remember to actively miss your spouse because if you're not missing them by the time they come home,
0: you're you gonna know. almost resent them being home. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, because you have developed a normal.
1: A normal without. Um,
0: and now they're gonna come back and they're gonna fuck up your normal. Right. So. And
1: it should be disruptive that they're gone. Not, not disruptive. Not disruptive that, that they're home. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I, it's
0: it's managing that perspective thing that's gonna be difficult, I think. Uh, yeah. for a lot of people is it's not the re, it's not facing the reality it's managing the perspective and what that should look like if you're putting your relationship first yes. um which and you should be it's a topic <laughs> that we'll probably touch on maybe next week maybe in the next couple of weeks where we talk about um you know husband and wife and their position in the relationship mm-hmm. um who comes first kind of thing um and it can be a bit divisive of a conversation, but we'll talk about that in the future. Um, but taking that principle and applying it to this relationship, or your your relationship through distance, is putting them first, thinking of them, and when they're think when you're thinking of them, either a send them a text if you can, or b write down your thought um, and catalog it, and maybe when you come home. You all, you two can sit down over a glass of wine or whatever it is and share. (laughs) Yeah. For her, it's cocoa. For me, it's whiskey. Um, (laughs) And share those, you know. Um, Let your significant other read what you wrote while you were thinking of them and vice versa.
1: Even when you're apart, the golden rule of relationship, as we say every single time, communicate. Communication.
0: Open and honest (laughs) communication. Gotta talk. All right, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Absolutely. Uh, It's nice to be back. Uh, Nice to get normal. Hopefully these (laughs) things are back to being as consistent uh, as we were prior to. Um, Look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please reach out on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic. See you next week.